I tell you what, own clothes day in school was brutal. Oh man. Oh man, oh man. Own clothes day in my school, if you didn't have if you didn't wear Nike, Adidas, and a few other like slightly accepted brands, it was gonna be a long day for you. A long day. Welcome to the Lockdown Yard Podcast, where we discuss all things TV and film. My name is Ed. And you know me, my name is Charles. We're not experts, we're just fans having a group chat with you guys so enjoy the show and let us know your thoughts see you in the lockdown yard baby it's about damn time you watched this one early on you watched this um in cinemas mm. i've watched this recently and mm. we're talking about the the air movie so that came out this year and it was directed by ben affleck who I don't know, maybe people didn't realise before this movie, but this guy doesn't miss when it comes to directing. Oh, he's flawless on this thing. Yeah, Ben Affleck's latest uh, directed movie is Air. His latest Escapade. Escapade. And he brought a few of a few familiar faces. I mean, Matt Damon, him and Matt Damon are pretty much brothers, man. Oh, pretty from, much. From Goodwill hunting days. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. The definition of, if I'm coming, you're coming with me. <laughs> you're coming with me. Um... Viola Davis, Jason Bateman, Chris Tucker. Oh, Chris Tucker! Marlon Wayans. Mm-hmm. Listen, this was a solid cast. And Chris Messina, he was the lawyer. Ah, yes, 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 yes. But I didn't really know what to expect from this movie because it's, it's, I didn't receive much promo for it. Mm. The most promo I saw was, see, it got released in the UK quite late, but... People were saying this is possibly the best sports movie ever. Mm. I was like, really? It was getting some really high praises. It's like, before I could see any promo for this, I was seeing early reviews. It's, people were saying this is one of the best sports stories ever told in film. It's like, wow, this is some high praise. So, of course, of course I had to check it out. Yeah, Better late than never. But you yeah. checked it out before me and you were full of praise. I, I really did like it. I liked it. And... I, I say this is one of the films I didn't know was coming out last year. Um, from last year, I mean. So I saw a trailer for it, and I was just like, okay, I'm watching it. Because the first thing I saw was uh, Chris Tucker. <laughs> Chris, oh, Tucker. We, we just have to watch Chris Tucker movies. It, he's back. Yeah, yes. He's back, bro. I had to see this film. But hearing about... But you know how I'm about biopics nowadays. And like this being about a product rather than a, a person... Nice change, yeah. nice little change. And Air Jordans as the product? Yo, you know that's a staple of of men's fashion, fashion in general, man. Like, to this day! To this damn day. I can sh- don't make me go and get my J's and bring them to the camera, even though I'm not recording like that. I can do it. Like, J's are something almost everyone has. Except for me, I've never owned a pair. I was that kid in school who never had <laughs> any branded things. Mm-mm. <laughs> Own clothes day, people had Nike, Adidas. I had to, I had to make do with what I got, man. I tell you what, own clothes day in school was brutal. <laughs> oh man! Oh man! Oh man! Own clothes day in my school. If you didn't have, if you didn't wear Nike, Adidas, and a few other like slightly accepted brands, it was going to be a long day for you, a long day. And I hated own clothes day because I never used to get any branded clothes. It was just functional all right it works you can wear it just wear it <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
it's just there to to cover up what you don't want to see. That that's it. exactly. So I personally have never owned a pair of J's, and to be honest, I swear they they're they're really hard to get these days, right? They're like a reseller's dream. Every I mean, time they release a new batch, the resellers oh, are all over them. Oh yeah, big time. Yeah, but I mean, you got the vintage J's, you got the old. If you're willing to put the money down, oh man, I can't start. I can't even not mention Jamal when it comes to J's because this guy. This guy is like a Jay's mascot of life. Like honestly, this guy is more. I Jay's mean, his name starts with J. <laughs> <laughs> no, but for real, he loves Jay's. He wears them. He's got custom Jay's now, and they look dope and fly as hell, man. Like, nah, man, he's like the polar opposite to me when it comes to Jay's. Like, I'm not even a massive sneakerhead like that, you know. Mm. I'm more about. I'm, I'm old fashioned. I'm like. It looks good. If it looks good, I don't really care about branding, but if mm-hmm. it looks good and feels good, I'll just wear it. But I definitely recognize that Jays are just like just the number one sneaker mm-hmm. pretty much to this pretty day, much, which is which is crazy. What a run. Mm-hmm. What a run. The pronunciation of Adidas and Nike in this film, <laughs> <laughs> it spun me, bro. I still don't know which one is the right one. I say Adidas because that's what I grew up with. Adidas. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Nike, we say, so in the UK, we say Nike and Adidas. In mm-hmm. the US, they say Nike and Adidas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It it's, is what it is, man. It is what it is. They say, they say Iraq and Iran differently. We say Iraq, Iran. They say Iran, Iraq. <laughs> Iraq. <laughs> Iraq. <laughs> Well, I'll tell you what, even as someone who's not a massive sneakerhead, this was such a compelling story to watch. Absolutely. Just, and I loved how they could easily have just made this a Michael Jordan movie. Like, they just could. put him in a movie, and yeah, this is a Michael Jordan movie. It's like, no, nah, we're going to stick to the story of how we pursued Michael Jordan to get this product mm-hmm. out there. And mm-hmm. I love the focus on that. And some amazing performances, man. And for me, Matt Damon was excellent there was a, a speech you know the scene where he's in the boardroom with mm-hmm. uh, michael jordan even though he's yeah. off camera and yeah. Viola davis his mom dolores the speech he gave man oh, i was yeah. like damn, damn. I'm, getting, I'm getting shivers <laughs> yes <laughs> there's absolutely. some great quotes there man he was, yeah, he, he was saying stuff like um in a in a bunch of years all these people in this room no one remembers but people remember yeah. you what you accomplished with these shoes and and this ah, oh, just that that exact quote. I love. He said, "Everyone it, at this table will be forgotten, mm-hmm. except for you. Mm-hmm. Your story is going to make us want to fly." Mm-hmm. Like, Ooh. And the the one quote that resonated with me was, "A shoe is just a shoe until, until you wear it." Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Damn, that was well timed. What the hell was that? <laughs> <laughs> You know what? I'm not even going to cut that out. No, I can't Well, that's just a reminder to turn my phone on to silent. So, yeah. <laughs> you can't write this, man. This oh, man. Well, yeah, there's some amazing quotes in this movie, but that speech, that speech from Matt Damon. Absolutely. Ooh, if you ever need to be inspired, just watch that scene. Mm-hmm. And it's the fact that it was like... Um transposed with the uh the future flashbacks of the real michael jordan yep oh the future, yep. future glimpses of the michael jordan yeah uh, yeah you're saying things like um you're gonna be attacked 
betrayed, mm-hmm. exposed, mm-hmm. and they, they posted mm-hmm. news articles, yep. segments when he was actually attacked, betrayed, and exposed. exposed. So like, in, that, in that order, and it was just like, yeah, yeah, man. man. Um, there's something I really liked about this film that I kind of liked about uh, Top Gun Maverick is the best example I can think of in my head. It's similar in this respect. The fact that I don't, I'm not a pilot. Spoiler alert, I'm not a pilot. I don't have a side hustle like that. But the fact that I can jump into this movie and not know much about the terminology of things and um, know what the risks were to doing certain things in this. this yeah, that's kind of how I felt with this film too. Like when there was the first board meeting and they were all discussing like the picks and the drafts and I actually just picked up the kind of like terms they were uh, they were using and it kind of helped bring me into the film more because it's kind of difficult for someone who doesn't understand these terms to like you know yeah. understand they they made this film accessible that's, that's the yeah. great thing about it they made Very it accessible, accessible. like mm. you don't need to know a thing like me i don't even know much about sneakers i feel we're saying sneakers because that's another thing we say trainers in the uk but Man, um, I, I recently got, got into about saying chips what i meant like you know crisps yeah i don't care <laughs> I, I say i don't care <laughs> you know what i meant Man, i get you i get you but yeah as i said amazing performances in this movie and it made me realize i don't again i didn't really know much about michael jordan other than he's considered the goat in basketball but mm-hmm. the role his mum played in getting yeah. him paid Yes, they were gonna do that thing where Knight said, "We're gonna pay you an exposure." You know, you signed mm-hmm. a deal and your name's out there. And his mum mm-hmm. was like, "Nope, nope, I need to see the money <laughs> now." I'm gonna repeat myself: Is mm-hmm. he gonna get a cut from every single pair mm-hmm. of sneakers sold? Yep. And again, my Damon was like, "That's just not how life works." That's not how. And she was like, "All right, works. cool. You go away, think about it." Mm-hmm. <laughs> You figure out how the system works right now yeah. because it's going to change once this deal goes through. <laughs> Straight up. I love, I love that it showed the role that... And mm. this was that apparently really accurate to real life that his mom pretty much was the MVP and why he earns, I think according to the movie, something like $400 million passively. passively. Can you imagine that? You're in, in your sleep, you're earning $400 million a year. Well, he, put, he put in the work, man. He put in the work, so it's not... And when I think uh-huh. about it, it's not really passive. It's, he put in the work a lot, man. But Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, but just the fact that you don't need yeah. to be playing basketball anymore. Yeah. You don't need to be out there selling your own shoe. Yeah. In your sleep, you're earning $400 million. Oh, mm. that's amazing. Man, that's how, amazing. your sleep is actually like working in your benefit. <laughs> <laughs> For life. Yeah. <laughs> um, there was something that you sent me. It was a TikTok video of a review, an early review of someone's review. I'm not going to say it was stupid because I disagree with it, but I disagree with it because it did say... Um, because it's stupid. <laughs> I'm kidding. No. <laughs> <laughs> because um, the guy was saying it's basically a white savior film. Like, he said uh, it was... Not, like, not Green Room. Yeah, the Green Book one. Yeah, Green Book, yeah. But he said it was like a white savior film. And I was just like, well, it just shows you how Nike came in and helped secure this deal for Michael and then he became who he is that way. I was like, that's not how it is at all. And his mum was playing a shill as well, saying his mum wasn't really a big presence in the film and impactful in any way. I was like, are you watching yeah, the same yeah. film as me? That was nonsense. And I think yeah. he, he got cooked in the comments of his video, to be honest. Yeah. Which, rightly so. Because that was that's nonsense to me. Nonsense. I didn't, I didn't get that at all from watching the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, opinions are opinions. and Yeah. Yeah, man. Absolutely. But, you know, I, this film, 
I really do rate people who um, watched it and took something away from it because there is something to say about like the overall message of family in it. Yeah. Like one thing that kept getting getting to me though, and <laughs> so first of all, whenever I watch biopics, I always like to do fact versus fiction thing. I just mm-hmm. want to know what actually happened in real life versus what was just exaggerated on the, in the movie or just didn't happen at all. So I was to a fact versus fiction. Mm. The character Ben Affleck played really did have his feet out on the table yeah, <laughs> a lot. Yeah, that yeah. kept getting, I was like, man, put yeah. your feet away. Man, you're, you're not in your home. You're in the office. I mean, <sighs> all throughout the whole movie. That's like the biggest flex you can take as a CEO, just walking around with your feet out. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do? What, what are you going to do? Subordinate, huh? What are you going to do? Man, well, I found some other fact versus fiction things. So, apparently, so the the it was quite interesting learning the the origin of one of Nike's famous slogans to just do it. Right. I didn't know that's where it came from. I thought it was just like a motivational thing, but to take it from the from someone who's on death's row, literally about mm. to be executed, they said. And... Apparently, the guy was Gary Gilmore. Carrie Gilmore, yeah. Yeah, he said, just, any last words? Just do it! Or no, apparently he said, let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. And then they just said, they just changed it to just do it. But how do you get inspiration from that? <laughs> it's the mentality of just like, okay, you have to do this thing. And you just like, let's do it. Let's just, just do it. Just do it. That's what they were going for. They took inspiration from that, man. It's macabre as hell, man. Good grief. And also, again, this is maybe... My fault for not having enough history knowledge, but in my head, Nike has been a giant from well, the mm. dawn of time. Mm. But I didn't know that they were really struggling and yeah, playing not even second fiddle, third fiddle to, uh, to <clears throat> Adidas. 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 <laughs> Adidas and even Converse. I didn't know Converse used to be that huge. Man, but Converse was the number one player. Like, apparently, they had Magic Johnson on their books. Yeah. And they were they weren't willing to shift them aside to make Michael yeah. Johnson, Michael Jordan, sorry, mm. the the number one player. So it's like, damn. And yeah, man. Michael Jordan apparently loved Ad- Adidas. Adidas, Adidas, whatever. <laughs> he loved Adidas, but he just couldn't get them to, you know, make him their star. Yeah. So like, along comes Nike, mm-hmm. Nike, Nike. So, yeah, that was just interesting to know because I. In my head, the the thought of Converse and Adidas being bigger than Nike at some point mm. in history, it's like mind-blowing, but that yeah. was the case. And it was that deal, that Michael Jordan deal, which pretty much propelled Nike past those two. You mm. could say to this day, Nike and Adidas are still kind of level-ish, but mm. if, if, if you were to ask anyone, who do you think is bigger, Nike or Adidas, you objectively probably would have to say Nike. Yeah, I would definitely say so. Yeah. I I think that really was displayed well in the film, like especially like okay, I'm gonna can segue into my next uh, talk point because I do want to talk about, talk about Chris uh, Tucker. Oh yeah, like, yeah. Um, that first interaction that um, was it Sunny? Is that the main guy? Matt Damon's Sonny. character. Yep, yep. Yeah, Sunny, Sunny, and Howard. They're talking about um converses and like Nike and just how they're trying to find someone. And it's perfect to describe how low they are because you can see the office space. You can see the department looks very dingy and dark and everything. Like yeah. People don't even know what a Nike is. What's a, what's a Converse? 
NBA All Star shoe. <laughs> like that just shows that they're the, the underdogs. Like yeah, for real. Even coming up with the name Air Jordan, I was like, mm. okay, cool. It's just nice seeing the origins of a lot of these things. It is. Yeah, I like the the inventor. I don't want to say what's what's the guy. The guy who made the shoe, the designer of the shoe. Oh, the silhouette. Yeah, the silhouette. Yeah. Apparently, he passed a month before the movie yeah. uh, was produced. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was cool that it was him who came up with the, you know what? Screw this Nike symbol. Let's make it Jordan himself. Let's make it a silhouette. Mm-hmm. And that's so prominent to this day. Oh, absolutely. So much so that people can tell when your, your J's are fake. Yeah, by, man. <laughs> by the not... design. Yeah. <laughs> that's not the right silhouette that ain't the right silhouette man it's upside down <laughs> it's upside down he's throwing a rugby ball <laughs> he's hold- why is he holding a cricket bat <laughs> yeah he doesn't even Michael Jordan oh man Michael B. Jordan oh come on man you know what this is so- this is like it should have been so obvious mm. but I how can I just find out why Michael B. Jordan refers to himself as B. Jordan? Why? He doesn't want to get confused with Michael Jordan. The doy? Dude! Yes! Yeah, but I, th- I always thought, because why does Samuel L. Jackson call himself Samuel L. Jackson, for example? Oh, God. I, I've oh, never God. really known that one. Oh, God. <laughs> this is I like have when. No idea. No, for real, this is like when I, I told you, remember that time I texted you and I was like, I just realized that Toka's name is Token because he was a Token black guy. Yep. <laughs> but then they, they, then they retconned that and said, no, his name was Token. Oh, my days. That but, kind of revelation. Calling himself Michael Jordan would just be, I mean, confused with the goat, man. So, yeah, Michael yeah. B. Jordan, yeah, it makes sense. It makes mm-hmm. sense. Mm-hmm. Again, I, by the way, I don't know if that's factual. That's why he calls himself that, but it's a smart move if it is. So, yeah. I would say so. I mean, I don't want to be confused with, you know, the two. Yeah, yeah man. And it's just seeing the way he was obsessed with cars in the movie. He's like, I want a car immediately when I signed this deal. It's like, hmm, fair mm. enough. It's funny when you say it shows him. It didn't really show him in the film exactly. at all. It didn't show him. Which is, again, I, I appreciate that. Because Me too. They could have made this... A Michael Jordan movie, the Michael Jordan biopic, but we've already had. And by the way, I'm, I was going to say this towards the end. I have still haven't seen the Last Dance. I need to watch the Last Dance, the the series that was released on on Michael Jordan. Oh, I haven't finished that either. You know. Yeah, I need to watch it. I need to start it. But it would make sense to because you've already got the Last Dance, which again is crit- so critically acclaimed. Mm. It's like it's been done. So yeah. you're better off focusing on the story of how uh, the Jordans came to be. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, that was a smart move from Ben Affleck, and yeah, he's mm. really well directed. The the dialogue in this movie was so good. I've already mentioned some of the quotes I loved, but mm. it was just really well directed. And do I agree that it's one of the best sports movies out there? I would have to say yes. Do you consider it a sports yes. movie? I do. Hmm. I'm not saying okay. Sports stories, sports stories. Yeah, maybe a story. When I think sports film, I think of like you know actual sports being played and stakes. The longest the... yard. Yeah, longest yard. Um, what's the one with um Chadwick Boseman in it? Forty three, forty two, forty two. Yeah, yeah, that too. That's what I consider a sports film. 
<laughs> Maybe even bend it like Beckham if you want to push it. Yeah, bend it like Beckham is definitely a sports movie. Yeah. I still consider it a sports movie though. Mm. Okay, fair. Yeah, I don't yeah. disagree. Uh, it's sort of a hybrid one because you could consider it a business, a business movie like um, The Big Short, for example. This was very Big Short. Yeah, you could uh, Moneyball that sort mm-hmm. of thing. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's sort of a hybrid. You could you could class them in, in both categories, but yeah, definitely a good watch. And as you said earlier, I like how accessible it is. Yeah, it's definitely. You don't need to know a thing about basketball. You don't need to be a sneakerhead. No. You don't even really need to know who Michael Jordan is to watch this movie. You just watch a good story. Good story. About, yeah, about how they're trying to generate one of the biggest deals of all time. Mm-hmm. How his mum helped him get paid for life. And how yes. he, of course, owes his mum for eternity. And <laughs> so yeah. that bag long term, man. Long term. And one thing I actually really liked in this movie, as a biopic, is mm. when they intertwine um, real clips mm-hmm. within the movie. A few, there are a few things that have done this which I've really enjoyed. Have you ever seen American Animals? No, that's actually a, a good film. I recommend it. So, okay. American the Animals. long, the long and short of it was a long time ago, a group of teens, young men, tried to steal a painting. Yeah, but it's it's a movie based on the real that event, and yeah, they mixed in what they did was throughout the film, like early on, they mixed in uh, bits where they interviewed the real robbers. Okay, discussing why they did bits in the in the film that's being made and whatnot. So I liked that Uh, style. uh, They do that in Wolf of Wall Street as well. Yes, with Jordan Belfort. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I recommend it. It's got, and looking back, that had quite a strong cast. It had Evan Peters and Barry Kewen. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, those are two very solid actors. Yeah. Indeed. So yeah, I say check it out. Um, Quicksilver and Druid. Indeed. Indeed. I enjoyed that style of filmmaking. Mm-hmm. And also, thank you for not saying Dharma. <laughs> oh, I didn't even think about that, but yeah, Dharma yeah. too, I guess. <laughs> If you want, I can. Let me count to you what you just said. I can make it worse for you. You got Barry Keoghan as that guy in what the the Banshees of Irishin, which you love. Oh, Irishin, yeah. <laughs> Funny enough, he was good in that. Oh, he was. But yeah. you just hate that film. You know, I just thought Ban- the Banshees of Irishin was so overhyped. I don't know where that hype came from. I, mm. I don't know. I don't know, man. But. Maybe it was close to award season and people got excited. I don't know. They definitely got excited, man. Yeah. Because I watched that film and it was exactly pretty much how you described it to me. <laughs> Glad you agreed. Glad you agreed. You. So, yeah, I'd give this film... I wouldn't watch it in IMAX, but I'd go for a two-for-one. Two-for-one yeah, movie. Two-for-one. Which is our second highest ranking. So, yeah, man. Yeah. Likewise. Ooh. Likewise. All right, then. Ben Affleck, keep him coming. Mm-hmm. Keep them coming. But until next time, we are out. Peace.